you got me. It's Kim Commando today, and I'm here with you just the facts and tips you need to thrive in our digital world, or as I like to say, to live the best digital life ever. Hey, if you haven't checked this out yet, it's a lot of fun. Google lets you find a piece of fine art that most resembles your pet. It's using the free Google Arts and Culture app. It's the ability to search through thousands of paintings and you get a lookalike for your pets, so pet portraits. And it could take a picture of your dog, your cat, your fish, your bird, snake, whatever. And then you find pieces of fine art that look like a similar looking animal. And I will tell you, it's kind of cute. I tried it on Abby, our golden retriever. The results were kind of off. But you have to remember that, you know, Google is a big tech company. And the novelty of finding your pet in a piece of art, it's nice. But always remember, Google is just doing these type of things for the Monet. Yes, the Monet. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another hour of America's largest show about all things digital. You can find us on over 425 top stations from coast to coast. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app. And you can find us streaming as a podcast or as a webcast. Commercial free, by the way, all three hours over at getkim.com. And a special thank you goes out to our servicemen and women. Love this in the Army, the Marines, the Navy, the Air Force, Coast Guard, and Space Force, who are protecting our great nation and listening to the Kim Commando Show on the American Forces Network radio and our t-mobile unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 all right this is part of the show where i like to talk about future tech where things are headed and speaking of cars i don't know if you've noticed but so many more evs electric vehicles are on their way and big news out this past week the 2023 bmw i7 it looks like the existing cars the 7 series but it's all electric and it has fast charging. The i7 go from 10 to 80% in 34 minutes, which is fast. The range is 300 miles. It has this 15 inch multimedia touchscreen, 12 inch digital gauge cluster behind the steering wheel, 31 inch display that folds out from the ceiling so you can watch movies, 8K resolution. Uh, it's gonna start at $120,000. And I will tell you, it's ugly. It is not a pretty car at all. For some reason, this BMW has a grid on the front, or I mean, the, the whole thing on the front, right? And I'm like, what the heck? Why do we even need that, the grill? I mean, this isn't a real car. It's an EV car. I think it's just an ugly car. Speaking of, and I really want to buy an electric car. Mercedes-Benz announces new EQS SUV. First electric SUV brought to the U.S. A seven-seater gets 375 miles on a charge. It's going to cost $110,000 or as high as $130,000. That is like way too much money for an EV. Then, of course, Lexus. They're partnering with Amazon for their own luxury electric car. And coming soon, it's the Alexis. Get it? The Lex Lux? All right, forget it. Uh, number two, Mirror Mirror on the retail wall. Yes, it's coming, coming soon. A company called My Size has released the First Look Smart Mirror, and here's how it works. It has sensors in your smartphone needed to map your body contours, so it creates My Size ID. Then you go shopping at a retailer where these smart mirrors are installed, so like Levi's Lacoste or Nautica. The mirror has this interactive touch display to give you recommended sizes for different brands. So you just scan the barcode on the car, on the clothes, and that's where you get started. There's a 3D try it on interactive avatar experience. This way you don't have to get dressed and undressed because that's totally annoying. There's contactless checkout so that you're good to go. 
Um, it can also be used by certain brands online. And so, you know, eventually this is coming where, you know, now you go online and I don't know if you do what I do, but so I might order uh, a size four and a size six because sometimes I fit a six, sometimes I wear a size four. And so what I do is I buy both depending if I, it's a brand that I've never purchased before. And then I just return whatever size that doesn't fit. Um, but a smart mirror that can tell you what size clothes that you should buy. Wow, that's something. I'm really going to have to reflect on that. Number three, Alexa is coming in augmented reality. That's right. Amazon's working on this mysterious new smart home gadget. They're calling it XR. So you have AR, augmented reality, VR, virtual reality, XR, anybody? Extended reality. That's what it means. And so it's kind of like a mixed reality. And so how do we know this? Well, Amazon is out with all these job postings. And one is for a designer who will work on, quote, you know, this might be kind of fun, a magical and useful new-to-world XR consumer product. That's really something. They're looking for computer vision scientists, program managers, research designers, uh, software engineers, hardware engineers. And it's pretty vague. I mean, maybe it's going to be uh, maybe some glasses like the Echo Frames with maybe, say, AR. And, of course, they're not the only ones that's cooking up AR. We've got Apple, Facebook, and Google also getting into the glasses marketplace. And number four, well, every time we turn around, people are talking about a new iPhone rumor. I mean, the other day, I didn't even share it with you. I don't even want to talk about it, but there was a report like, the iPhone 16, here's what it's going to have. Okay, we're on the 13. We have the 14 coming this year, the 15, and we don't really know what the 16 is going to say. But here's what we do think, because coming up in June, we have the WWDC, now not to be confused with the WWE, uh, Worldwide Developers Conference, and that's in June, every June from Apple. And then we have their products that come out in the fall. And so now we have that maybe, and I bet you this is true, that the next iPhone is not going to have a power port. What is that? No lightning connector, no USB-C, nothing. They're going to have just use MagSafe. That's right. You know, it's not so easy. I don't know if you've noticed, but every time you want to maybe get that MagSafe on, it doesn't always get to where that you want it to be so that it's charged. Uh, but maybe we're going to have it in the iPhone 14, maybe the 15, maybe the 16. And finally, number five, life on Mars is going to be very, very difficult. Elon Musk says he wants you to know that it's not going to be fun in games if you want to be one of the most, be one of the first settlers on Mars. There's no glamour, he says, no luxury. It's going to be dangerous, cramped, difficult, and it's going to be a lot of hard work. He made these comments at a recent TED conference. We're talking about the SpaceX Starship, the spacecraft he eventually plans to take humans and cargo to Mars. Here's a little fun fact for you. When did Elon Musk start SpaceX? When did he start that? I was really surprised when I learned this myself. Back in 2002, I didn't think it was that far away. Anyway, must stress that the early, early launch attempts carry a certain amount of risk, of course, you though. Um, if you make it to Mars you might not be able to come back. And then you're also going to have to shave up about $100,000 to take the trip in the first place. Human sitting on Mars is just a few years away, he says. It's going to build a colony. Uh, Musk says it's going to take 1,000 ships, each carrying 100 passengers, to create a self-sustaining colony. Wow, did you ever think like we would actually be talking about that? 
I mean, like putting a colony together in Mars. I mean, this is the stuff of science fiction. I mean, right now he's worried about buying Twitter and only one hostile takeover at a time. All right. Hey, coming up in just a few minutes, I have a great tip. If you have an iPhone and you like to use it on your motorcycle and then later on the telltale signs that your computer hard drive is failing and Allie, our amazing content queen is going to be joining us and we're going to talk about whether or not you, that's right, you, I'm talking to you, could be making money with Bitcoin. And we have more of your fantastic phone calls here on this Coast to Coast broadcast of the Kim Commando Show. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 Once again, is the way to join us. And if you're not getting all the Kim Commando Show newsletters, you are totally missing out. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe. And by the way, that's where you can pick and choose all the newsletters that you like and you give us your preferences. But essential newsletters you need to have definitely are breaking news and data breach alerts, security alerts, as well as our tips of the day. Just both really wonderful the newsletters. And then we got newsletters if you're on Windows, if you're on Mac, if you're on Smart Home, Travel, whatever it may be. So check your preferences and then you got it. Again, that address is commando.com slash subscribe. And back to the phones we go with Jim in Fort Worth, Texas. Hello there, Jim. Hi, Kim. It's great to talk to you and get some expert advice. Well, thank you, sir. What's going on? Well, we're direct TV subscribers, and we like to use our DVR and program it to record all our favorite shows, and then we can watch them at our own schedule. Sure. That's nice, that isn't it? That was all working. Yeah. That was all working fine until earlier this month when, OAN, when direct TV decided to drop OAN from their channel selection. So I was able to subscribe to OAN Live, which is okay. OAN's streaming service. But I know I lost the ability to record anything. So that's my question. How can I do that? Yeah, that's always a bummer, isn't it? Um, yeah. It's especially, you know, that's one of the things like when you start cutting the cord, right? You're the first thing you notice is like, wow, I can't record anything anymore. I can't you know, watch my programs whenever I want. Well, there are some, this is not for you, but I'm just saying like if they're over the air, if you're using antenna at some point and anybody's listening, it's one of our most common topics at commando.com. As a matter of fact, are DVRs that you can buy that will record over the air programming and sports and things like that. And they're relatively inexpensive. And Amazon makes something called the Firecast, and there's a couple of other brands that, anyway, we've got some links over at commando.com. Now, when you're looking at OANN Live um, and it's streaming, is that you have several streaming services that carry it. You have Pluto, um, the Roku channel, and uh, my TV to go. And I'm thinking that if, do you already have, oh, you probably don't have Roku, right? Because I'm thinking if you have a Roku. Yes, we do. Oh, yes. okay. You know, there, there might be a way, and I, I'd have to do some research for you, but there, I wonder if there's a way that if you are getting it through Roku and that you could actually be, you know, storing it through Roku instead of just going directly to o, OANN. But if you pair that subscription into the Roku, I'm wondering if there's a way that you might be able to record it that way if you have the Roku recorder. Now, if that's not the case, then we get into like this whole other solution that gets kind of it's it's not cumbersome but it's not as easy as just saying i want to record everything on monday at 10 p.m 
You know what I mean? So yeah. it's and I, I'm happy to uh, write this all out. Actually, John, our, our one of our IT geniuses, was talking to me about this, and you get like a Cloner Alliance Pro box, and you plug it into your Fire TV, and then you external you attach an external USB hard disk, and then you get a two terabyte hard drive. See where I'm going with all this? It's like whoa, yeah. wow, that complicated. Yeah, but there's a YouTube video that makes it look so easy, right? So you're like, well, maybe I can do this. <laughs> Um, what All I would right. do is, you know, what Jim? Let me see. Let me give a call out to Roku and see if there's a way that you can record this using your Roku box, and then I'll post that link as well as John's steps on how to use this. Um, they call it a cap, a Cloner Appliance Pro box, and that may be another option for you. And thank you so much for your call. Hey, let me tell you about Total AV. Oh, by the way, before I say that, you're going to find this answer over at commando.com slash community. And then there's a Q&A link over on the left-hand side. That's commando.com slash community. So, wait, by the way, anytime you hear me say, hey, I'm going to post more details on the website, that's where you're going to find it. Commando.com slash community in the Q&A forum. All right, back to Total AV. For a complete security across all your devices, I trust Total AV industry-leading antivirus security suite, you should too. Head to protectwithkim.com today for an exclusive introductory rate of just $19 for the first year. That's protectwithkim.com. All right, if you have an iPhone and you have a motorcycle, Apple says that the motorcycle will expose your iPhone to what it calls intense high-amplitude vibrations, and it can permanently damage the phone's camera systems, specifically the optical image stabilization that gives your photos those razor-sharp images. Now, the only exception is to use vibration dampening mounts and only on scooters and mopeds and, of course, motorcycles. So make sure that that spec is listed on your motorcycle when you have a mount. Hey, stay right where you are. We have more coming up, including can you make money at Bitcoin mining here on the Kim Commando Show. All right, joining us now on the Kim Commando Show is our amazing content queen and our very own crypto gal, Allie Seligman. Hello there, Allie. Hi, Kim. So here's the deal. <laughs> okay, we, we've heard it. You've seen the notes on social and that we get by email. And people say, you know what, how can I, yes, me at home, how can I make money Bitcoin mining? And you see all the headlines and you think, wow, if they can do it, I can do it too, right? Uh, you'd think so, right? I can say until I'm blue in the face, no, you can't make money mining Bitcoin just on your own. But then, yeah, like you said, there are these headlines that, headlines that prove me wrong. Uh, Business Insider had one about a 19-year-old who was making 887 bucks of Bitcoin in his apartment, his tiny studio apartment, saw just by himself. <laughs> I saw that the other day, and I'm like, well, if that dude can make eight, $900, then why can't I? What, what am about I doing? Me? Yes. Exactly. This one from CNBC, I think this is exactly the kind of headline you're talking about. These 14 and 9-year-old siblings earned $160,000 in seven months mining cryptocurrency. Wow. Okay, and then we all feel bad about ourselves. Wow, a nine-year-old and a 14-year-old. I mean, what were you doing when you were nine? You are playing with your Furby or something, right? I mean, <laughs> come on. At best, I was reading a book. I was not <laughs> doing anything like this. And it sounds really simple. These kids, what is this, a little digital lemonade stand? They're just in their garage pumping out Bitcoin. Good for them. Before we look a little further into their story, let's get on the same page about what Bitcoin mining actually is. Okay, about every 10 minutes, the code underlying Bitcoin generates a math equation. 
And to mine the Bitcoin, you, really your computer, needs to guess the correct solution to the equation. That is called proof of work. Maybe you've heard that before. The more work you put in, the more rewards or money you get in the end. But here's the thing. The more people are doing this, the more computers guessing, the more difficult the equations get and the more computing power you need. You hear all these stories about the crazy equipment, all the electricity costs. It's because the difficulty is so high now. Now, years ago, yeah, you could mine Bitcoin just at home on your computer because there wasn't that much competition. And relatively, these equations weren't that difficult to solve. Now it is a completely different story. You know, we've got companies and people spending millions of dollars on really specialized, expensive equipment trying wow. to make as much money as they can, right? Okay, and so like, so you have all these people spending all this money, and then you're sitting there trying to find a graphics card <laughs> and a computer saying, yes. like, but what about me? I can do this too, right? Exactly, uh. yes. Well, and that brings us back to our siblings, the 14 and the 9-year-old. They did start small. The 14-year-old did build the computer that they started okay, out on. that's good. Yeah, they were just in the garage, interested in this, wanted to do it. But then dad, a former investment banker, took out a big loan. And these kids have hundreds of graphics cards now at work mining Bitcoin, Ethereum, other coins. This is not a small operation. Their gear includes 100 NVIDIA RTX 3090 cards. I mentioned that name because this is like the top of the line graphics card right now. Uh, they've been sold out since they were released. If you're really lucky, you can find one on eBay for maybe fifteen hundred, probably closer to two thousand. Okay, so how many do, how many of these cards do these kids have? They've got a hundred. Okay. No big deal. No All big right. deal. So it's uh, not like it's not like they're just like in the garage, you know, on with, some old laptops. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> no, and by the way, at the peak, these graphics cards were like four thousand dollars. So who knows how much they paid for them each, right? Their operation got pretty big, as you can imagine. Uh, now they rent space in a data center for all this stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the electricity bill alone, about $5,000 a month. And then the kids are at school, right? They can't run all this all the time. And so they pay about $4,000 a month for technicians to make sure everything is working. So if we think about my, my lemonade stand analogy, this is about as far from that as you can get. Oh, my gosh. Maybe it did start small, but now this is huge. This is a business. Well, yeah, it is. And so can you make money mining Bitcoin? Yeah, yeah, you can make a lot of money. Uh, is it easy or cheap? It is not. Um, can you use your computer that you have at home? No, very much no. And should you really get into this unless you are interested in putting in a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of effort, and a lot of knowledge? Again, I'm gonna say no. Um, I'm not even gonna go into how quickly all this equipment becomes obsolete. The next latest and greatest graphics card will be here very soon. And those thirty well, nineties. Wait, wait, you know what? Wait, I want tell me about that. Tell me so the graphic how how what is the what is the lifespan of this graphics card? Well the graphics card will still work and you can still use it to mine, but think about it like the more computing power you have, the better your chances of being the one who solves that equation and gets the Bitcoin. And if the guy next to you has a more powerful graphics card and a lot of them He's gonna e? go first. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Okay. And so your chances just get lower and lower. So sure, you could keep your old equipment, but you're not going to be able to keep up. And, you know, they cycle these out pretty quickly. And so it's, you know, less than a year and there's something better out there. So, you know, so it is interesting. So when you go behind the clickbait headline, yes. the 14-year-old and 9-year-old are making close to $200,000 a year mining Bitcoin. Yeah. And you're sitting there saying, okay, um, <laughs> I look at Ian and go, come on, dude, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> That it really requires a whole business, as you didn't even cover. I mean, the data center is security. 
right? Oh yeah. Updates. Mm-hmm. Keeping everything running. Uh, the what you know, a graphics card's going to die. A computer's yeah. going to die. A power supply's going to die. And how do you keep it going at that point? Of course. Like you said, they're like at soccer practice. (laughs) Yeah, and there were, you know, CNBC, they did have details in about these specifics. But I think a lot of people, like you said, they just read that headline and think, oh, my gosh, can I do that? And then they call the Kim Commando show or go looking online. And that is when you end up in those bad positions where someone says, hey, you could make a bunch of money if you do this. Okay, we don't have a lot of time left. But so if Bitcoin mining is not the way to make money. (laughs) Is there another way to make money? Well, I would say your best bet is do your own research, figure out, hey, do I think one of these coins, whether it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, some other coin, do I think this is going to be worth something in the future? Invest a little money in it and then just let it sit there. I would say unless you're really, really into this world, don't think you're going to be doing some master trading and going to make yourself a ton of money. Yes, I know it. I'm going to do it. I'm yeah. here. Or you go on so many people <laughs> on YouTube are like, you know, here, buy my guide or for $500,000 and you too can be a Bitcoin miner. Yes. That's just not, not going to happen. I have a joke about Bitcoin, but it just requires so much energy to get to the punch. <laughs> Sorry. Well done. <laughs> All right, Allie, thanks for joining us. And just a quick reminder that Allie also talks about crypto on Tech Refresh. That's our weekly fun podcast about all things digital. So if you're not already getting Tech Refresh, wherever you get your podcast, search for Commando with a K and make sure that you subscribe and you follow and you leave great ratings for everything, of course, but especially over at Tech Refresh. Allie, thanks for being here. Thanks, Kim. You got it. Time now for a great tip. And now it's brought to you by iDrive. I mean, protecting your most valuable data, your photos, your videos, and important business documents, just super crucial. That's why I look to iDrive Backup for their safe and secure cloud backup. And just don't take my word for it. Year after year, iDrive wins awards from leading tech publications. Get this, ZDNet just named iDrive the best overall cloud storage solution for 2022. So easy to use, super affordable, and includes generous storage. And iDrive can be used to back up all your devices, your PCs, your Macs, your servers, your smartphones, and more, all into one account. With their military-grade encryption and state-of-the-art security, you can rest assured that your data is safe. You can automate backups, never have to worry about not losing access to important data or running out of space. Now, here's the deal. Plans start at less than $7 a month. And we use my name, Kim, at checkout. You'll get 90% off of the first year. Just go to iDrive.com. Use my name, Kim. That's iDrive.com. And you want to use promo code Kim. And it's always important to have a backup. You might be sitting there going like, you know, but how do I know if my hard drive is in tip-top shape? Well, here's the deal. It's called mean time between failure. Yes, little techno term for you. A hard drive usually lasts between three to five years. And when it dies, poof, there go all your files. So there are some telltale signs that the hard drive is failing, then you might have some time if you move quickly. When your computer is sluggish and a reboot doesn't fix it, it could be a sign that the hard drive is not in great shape. The same goes if you start getting those annoying corrupted files. Now, be especially aware of any strange noises, any clicks, any buzzes, high-pitched whirls that some people see sounds like a cat's meow. Those are like the older type of hard drives. But you might also hear warning beeps, and don't ignore these sounds. And Be sure you have a backup in the cloud. It's not difficult to replace a hard drive, but you don't know what you're doing. Find somebody to do it for you. And this is really important. Be sure that your old hard drive is thoroughly 
destroyed after you remove it from the hard drive. Now, there are some smart utilities that you can also get uh, to give you an assessment of the hard drive's health. So if you think that something's wrong, head over to whoever makes the hard drive. And of course, there's always utilities tell you what, who that is in your computer, so you don't have to open it up. Head over to their website and start looking for their smart utilities. Coming, coming right back, we have more of your phone calls here on the Kim Commando Show. And also, wow, a great tip. The downside of looking certain things up on Google here on the Kim Commando Show. Hey, if you're not already getting the Commando newsletters, just a quick reminder once again to head over to commando.com slash subscribe and sign up for our breaking news and our security alerts and our tips. And also we have tips whether or not you're on Windows and Android or Apple, whatever it may be. Once again, that address is commando.com slash subscribe. And let's see, how about we have Ida in Alexandria, Virginia. Hello there, Ida. Hi, Kim. Thank you for taking my call. You betcha. I've been... I've been a fan of yours for so many years, I can't even count, but I know it's more than 20. Oh, and you're sweet. I've gotten so much good information from you. So today is one more chance, I hope. Okay, good. <laughs> what, um, my question is, um, I want to figure out a way to do an automated search on a web browser because I'm trying to find stories about people who are either being caregivers or people who are receiving care and things that might occur that are relevant today. And rather than go in over, 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 you know, and enter the search, sure. is there a way to do it in an automated fashion? So um, are you going to write a book? Is that what you're thinking? No, I'm trying to help some people who are considering making a video. Oh, okay. Well, that's awesome. Good for you. All right. Yeah. Um, well, Ida, your trust in me has proven once again to be the right thing. Um, okay. That there's a way that you can type in a certain search phrase and then on any interval that you decide, whether it's daily, hourly, weekly, whatever it may be, is that you're going to get an email with links to these stories that have been posted within the last 24 hours, okay? Mm. And it's a, they're called Google Alerts. So if you go to google.com slash alerts, you type in your email address and you type in some search phrases. Try to make them pretty specific because otherwise you're just going to be inundated with results. So mm. if, you're, if you're looking for caregiver cancer, caregiver dementia, caregiver Alzheimer's, whatever it may be, Parkinson's, is that mm -hmm. if you start um, fine-tuning that, then you're not going to be inundated with results. But you can always, after the fact, change those alerts so you're not stuck with okay. it. Okay. But so, and then you give your email address, and then anytime that something like that is posted, it's automatically, you're automatically sent an email. And so you don't have to go to a search site. You don't need to do anything uh, anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be popped up right there. It's actually a really good way for people like in business, they use it to keep track of their competitors. If you have a, a trademark, this is also a way for you to make sure that people aren't violating your trademark. The same thing with a copyright. And again, they're free and go to google.com slash alerts. Once again, that's google.com slash alerts. Ida, thank you so much for your call. Uh, Truman in beautiful Mission Viejo, California. Hello there, Truman. 
Hi, Kim. Uh, Hi. Good to talk to you. And before we get to my question, I do appreciate calling you because I really like all the juggling between you and your staff to keep all this going. It's amazing. Well, you know what? I've got a great team. I really do. Um, it took me a while to get here. I'll tell you. I mean, we've always had great team members along the way. But this is, I'm telling you, this is the team where everybody is cohesive. And <laughs> and it, this is the team where everybody is like, I get it. And or if I'm, I'll, I'll pick up the slack here. Or I'll do this. I'm really blessed. I truly am. And um, it's it's really an honor to work side by side them every day. And thank you for your kind words. So what's your so question? I I have a, a need for a small girl. Uh, she's about third or fourth grade. Her siblings are older. And we're on vacation with them in La Quinta. And I just noticed that on her own, she's really good because she had no other uh, playmates her age as finding rocks and, and bringing rocks back. And this was day after day. And I thought, well, I know I grew up with some geologists and know some geologists, and I was looking for an app for her to identify rocks. And I was thinking of maybe Google Lens, yeah, but a rock a and a leaf, a leaf is pretty easy to identify, but a rock is really tough. And I couldn't find anything that was uh, for a child, more um, adult geologists. Well, you know, third grade and tech, they're pretty together. I mean, you know, she's been growing up around this her whole life. And so, uh, and that was a good thought, by the way, for you to use Google Lens. But we're just going to go one step further, is that there's a couple of apps that you can put on your phone. Uh, one is called Rock Identifier. And basically, you take a picture of the rock, and then it tries to match it with whatever it finds in its database. Uh, the other one is called Minerals Guide app. So it's either Rock Identifier or, or Minerals Guide. You'll have to see which one works best for you um, and also for where she's at. But I think you'll be surprised about how a third grader can really just pick up a phone and say, here, let me take a picture of it and do this. And that's kind of cool that you're mentoring her along the way. We'll post links to these apps over at commando.com. And that would be inside the community in the Q&A forum. That's commando.com slash community and in the Q&A forum. Oh, just one more thing. You mentioned Google Lens. You might also want to try Image Search too, because that's where you can take a picture of the rocket. Sometimes that works a little bit better than that lens app. Truman, thank you for your kind words and thanks for your call. Coming right back, the downside, speaking of Google, of looking things up there here on the Kim Commando Show. You know, it's pretty strange when you type things into Google. I mean, we have inflations, gas prices, the war in Ukraine, just about everything else. And everybody can't be right, especially when we talk about polarized political topics like masks and the vaccine and Biden, whatever you want to do. Um, with instant search results, anyone can look up anything. But research from the University of Texas at Austin shows that it's easy to grasp one single point. And it's just not possible to remember every single thing that you look, look up. So we gravitate to some small fact that we believe and then we need to, then we also think we have more know-how than we do. So this has nothing to do with fake news or the Russians or anything like that. Just remember that no one can be an expert at everything. And sometimes you can be wrong just because of a simple internet search. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Don't forget the show never ends at our website. That's K-O-N. 
One more thing, make sure that you sign up for our free tech newsletters delivered right to your inbox. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe now while you're thinking about it. Once again, that's commando.com slash subscribe. And thanks for listening. I appreciate you. <laughs>